here with Babylon co-hosting the Scaling Bitcoin Sessions show. And uh, we have a representative from Agoric. Could you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, hello. Uh, this is Sufyan Khan from Agoric. Um, I'm the uh, product manager at Agoric uh, Platform. Uh, nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Thank you for, for doing this. It's It's been a long time coming because we actually had our integration a few months back, but um, never officially announced, you know, just working in the background. And uh, I'm excited because you guys are helping us out with our space, but I know that tomorrow we're going to have one of our devs work, uh, do one of your shows on your Discord. So I'm pretty excited to, to see what that one's going to be like too. Same here. We're, we're really excited uh, about this integration and look forward to tomorrow's session as well. Awesome, awesome. So, Suvian, um, just a little bit about me. Just uh, I'll introduce myself so you, you get to know me. You can ask me questions. You know, it's an easygoing um, space here. Um, so I started in the crypto space in late 2017, like right before that first um, uh, bear market. So I got to ride the high, and then I saw everything crumble to the ground, and um, I got pretty discouraged. I... Um, stopped really looking i would check my i didn't i never sold anything so i would always just check my you know my wallet i wasn't really um invested in the technology as much even though i i claimed i was um at that point in my in my life i I wasn't i was you know definitely just looking at it as an investment instead of just looking at the technology behind everything so uh, it's been a big learning experience for me um about two years ago i found the cosmos ecosystem and um you know, just as a user, um, just a lot of projects that, that really stood out. And then I realized that they were all connected through Cosmos SDK. So um, it just really got me in this journey. Um, I was uh, a part of this group, still am, uh, called Cosmos Spaces, which we host um, these now X Spaces. Um, and it's been a pleasure to get to meet, you know, developers, um, just the people at the top that are, are creating um, this new these new features through technology it's really exciting to to get to talk to people like yourself and um it was about now it's a little bit over a year ago that I first heard of Babylon um so Babylon was started by David and Fisher they are co-founders uh David is a professor at Stanford and um I heard of them at Cosmoverse in 2022 in Columbia and they were talking about how they were telling, uh, they were trying to message Vitalik from Ethereum that, hey, some of your proof of stake stuff is, you know, like there, there's some holes here, there's some bugs here. And at first they got ignored. And so I was like, man, this guy's really telling Vitalik that something's wrong with what he's doing. And then they finally got a response where they acknowledged that what um, David and the team were, were telling him was true. So that, it really, really uh, stood out to me. And then, um, uh, Whenever he talked about the quick unbonding times, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Because I, as a user, you know, I've been in the space since 2017. That was one of the biggest things is whenever you would, you know, bond or stake your tokens to a, a protocol, you'd have to wait 21 days here in Cosmos. But outside, you'd be at 30 days, um, maybe 14 if you're lucky. But to have something that would allow you to unbond as quickly as uh, a day or, or less um, made me really excited. So... Uh, it slowly set me on my journey on just learning more about Babylon. And um, I just, after a few months of just like talking with the team and stuff, I was able to come on board. And so um, I've just, I'm really thankful for um, for this opportunity that, you know, to be here at Babylon. I'm really excited about what the team is building. And um, just, I love having these spaces because I get to learn so much about um, these other protocols that we've partnered up with. And so it's just really exciting to see everyone have the same goal of just trying to make this a better place. 
So um, that was just a really quick intro to myself. I hope I didn't take up too too much time there, Sufjan. But if you could give me an intro, intro to like your journey a little bit as well, we'd love to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So my background is uh, predominantly in the financial industry. Um, I worked at the the Fed and and in and at Goldman Sachs, um, and then I jumped into crypto around 2017 myself as well. I joined a, a, a small startup back then called Anchorage, uh, which was the first federally chartered crypto bank in the United States. Um, and and after that, you know, I was I was ready to bet my career on uh, smart contracts and what smart contracts could look like in the future. And that that's what really um, got me excited about Agoric and joining Agoric because it truly is. Uh, you know, one of the most secure and accessible platforms where you can create smart contracts and you can enable developers to create decentralized applications that that are that just know JavaScript. Um, and the opportunity to build that platform was was too exciting. So um, since since joining Agoric, we you know we're we're expanding uh, our capabilities, uh, including inner inner protocol capabilities as well, interchain uh, capabilities. Um, so, you know, uh, partnering with organizations just like yourself is super exciting to me from a platform perspective because it unlocks uh, a lot of capabilities for developers who are developing on our ecosystem um, to, you know, to expand the, the tool set that they have and, and the things that they could build. So, so really excited to kind of jump in and 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 see how we can um integrate and work together yeah yeah definitely um so i'm curious you know you said that you first kind of jumped into the space um in 2017 um what was that like for you was it um did you how did you happen upon it how did you learn about crypto how did you um really decide to you know jump into it yeah so while working at goldman sachs uh it was pretty clear to me internally that, you know, large financial institutions were coming to us and looking at digital assets and, and how to, how to either invest in it or build around it. Um, and so, you know, I, I had, I basically had to make a decision whether I would stay within a financial organization and, and, and learn and build here or join a crypto startup. And so I'm glad I chose the latter and, and, uh, you know, try to try to learn learn the industry yeah. from the inside. Yeah, I bet that was pretty exciting, and I bet like that was a big decision you took. You know, like you're just like you're taking a big risk, and so uh, that's awesome that you um, feel the way you do that you're you're so certain of the decision you made. So that that's awesome. I I remember um, when I first heard about Bitcoin, it was way before 2017. And all I heard was like what was in the news, which was just like, oh, it's, you know, the Silk Road and black market. So I always, I was always like, oh, this is something bad. And so I would always, if I heard about it, I wouldn't pay attention to it. So I definitely wish that it wouldn't have been the case for me. And so I was just wondering if, you know, before 2017, if you ever had heard of crypto at all, if you heard of Bitcoin at all, and what what was your connotations of it? Like, um, was it the same as me where you're just listening to the news or or did you know a little bit more about it back then? Yeah, so I, I did know a little bit more about it because w- before Goldman Sachs, I was working at the Fed, um, out of the San Francisco Fed office. Um, and I, I remember the time when Ripple and team came to us, to the Fed, and, and pitched the idea of using XRP as one of the tokens for for the Fed to use, and you know our team evaluated their their protocol, and um, at that time decided not to not to engage with them. Um, so you know I I was working in a central bank, but it, you know the decentralized idea bug, uh, as you might call call it, like really bit me hard, <laughs> and I knew that you know the world was was shifting, and and so I knew uh, I went down this rabbit hole of reading the Bitcoin white paper, just like everybody else. And then, um, you know, really closely following the market and seeing who's building what. Yeah. So, you know, since you're, you're part of Agoric, um, how do you feel like whenever it seems like however Bitcoin, you know, goes, it affects the rest of the crypto marketplace. Do you feel that's fair? 
I, I'm sure like at times like this is nice whenever Bitcoin, you know, there's good news about Bitcoin and everything goes up, but then it also seems unfair whenever there's some negative news about Bitcoin that everything just kind of dumps. So how do you feel about that, that relationship, that codependent relationship that they have? So, so I, I do see that relationship earlier on in, in, in the early years. I think now uh, there's, there's developers who have been heads down in bear market and building, and we see that conviction in the market. Um, we have that conviction and we, you know, our community has that conviction. And so whether or not Bitcoin price goes up or, n- or not, go goes down, uh, we've, we've sort of detached from that uh, correlation from a build perspective. And so, you know, Agoric uh, platform being, being the place where developers are coming to build JavaScript, JavaScript smart contract, that, that um, it is still really exciting to a lot of developers who are, you know, who may be on the sideline in the last bull run, but they know the next bull run is coming and, you know, they want to start building. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're, we're pretty insulated, uh, I believe now versus, you know, may have been three or four years ago. I oh, know. I definitely agree. Cause, cause now even during this, you know, bear market, you still have seen some projects that, you know, have actually gone up in value. So it's not, completely attached like it used to be to, to Bitcoin. So I agree with that. And and you're right. Like it actually, you know, it's it's for some people maybe not what they want to hear, but definitely bear market's the best time to to just put your head down and build. Um the, there's no distractions. You're just trying to build something that uh will solve the problems that you've that you've pointed out. And um yeah, it's it's just the best time to be able to do that. And otherwise it's it's too crazy. There's too much emotions going on whenever it's uh, a bull run and you know maybe you you'd make the wrong decision in in a moment of passion absolutely so um i wanted to tell you a little bit about myself um um uh, i was born here in the united states my parents are immigrants from el salvador and um the the way they came to the united states wasn't the most ideal they came running away from a, a war torn country uh in civil war um uh, my mom would tell us stories of having to walk over dead bodies on our way to school because it was, it was so bad. And so like, just, you know, seeing a dead body uh, every day was not out of the norm. It, it was their, their, their life. And so um, they, as quickly as they could came to the United States and um, you know, we, I have a lot of family that still lives in El Salvador. And I remember my parents, you know, scrunching up as much money as they could to be able to send back to their loved ones, to their parents, to their family members. and. Um, this is actually one of the things that I first liked about the space and cryptocurrency is that um, whenever they'd send money back, they could charge these crazy amount of fees. And um, I remember like that upsetting my dad and uh, just being like, he didn't understand like why did it have to be so expensive? And so whenever I was first learning about crypto, I saw like, I literally saw that it costs less than pennies to send anywhere in the world. And so I was just like, man, if this would have, existed whenever my parents, you know, were, were at that stage in their life, it would have made their life so much easier. It would have made money accessible to anyone. So that's what really spoke to me. Um, just seeing that the beauty of this technology and what, what it could be, you know? And so I didn't allow uh, people saying negative things about it to like, I guess, shape the way I viewed it, but instead I tried to look at the, at the positive. So, um, Having said that, um, El Salvador still afterwards has been pretty bad, really corrupt. It didn't matter who was in power. If it was the left wing or the right wing, they would all take advantage. Um, and they were really taking the country, you know, just down down the toilet to, to be <laughs> put in kind words. Um, but there's been a new president past uh, four or five years now who's like changed things. It's a safe place now. It used to be like the deadliest place in the world to go to. And now it's it's not. And, um, he's really, and I'm sure you, you know this, but he's, he's really like been taken to to Bitcoin. He's made it legal tender. And so I initially would have never thought that a country would do this. I thought, you know, like that was a se- kind of like separation of church and state. Um, I thought that it would, that would always be separate because you were trying to not allow countries to, you know, affect your income is the way I saw it. So I'm just curious as to your thoughts as like, how do you think um, 
this affects countries like how how this affects the space where countries like El Salvador, you know, have made Bitcoin legal tender. Like, does that kind of um, mess up what the original goal was, or is this a good thing? Yeah. So, yeah, I do personally believe that um, countries adopting crypto is 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 only a matter of time, and it's inevitable. Um, especially digital assets. There, every every central bank in the United States, well, all, all the twelve members of the 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 branches in uh, the Fed uh, in U.S. Uh, is l- looking at digital asset strategy, um, and and so are other central banks as well. So so we know that for a fact already, um, and so so it is a matter of time, you know what that what that's going to look like. That might look like very different for different countries. Um, but you know, when you look beyond, you know, just also just Bitcoin, the, the core of everything is essentially smart contracts and how people are going to interact with, uh, digital assets, how, uh, digital assets are transferred, uh, between multiple parties. And so, you know, we, we strongly feel that, you know, developers are going to be opportunistically looking at this gap. And and they're building um, to to you know think of all sorts of use cases. It could be banking, it could be financial, it could be healthcare. Um, you know, there's also entertainment. There's gaming. Uh, there's so many different verticals that um, are going to be affected by digital assets. Yeah. As yeah. these countries start um, introducing these digital assets, and so. Um, you know that is why I feel really strongly about Agoric and 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 really, really proud of the platform that we've built, that really enables developers from not just United States but also across the world, uh, to come on our platform, use smart contracts. That uh, I know you touched upon cost, but I think there's another aspect um, about um, you know safety and and how securely you can engage in a smart contract because we've all seen rug pulls in the last couple of years. We, we <laughs> yeah. know how many people have been hurt uh, in this industry. And so bringing a, bringing a technology where it, it allows them to interact with digital assets, not get hurt safely, securely is, is probably top of mind for us. And, and so we, we strongly believe that digital assets um, adoption is going to be increasing over time, and you know we're we're in this space to help uh, people uh, interact safely and securely with digital assets. Yeah, you know, you mentioned something, and so I'm I'm just curious. I'm not well versed in this area. You're saying like you know um, these banks are are looking at digital assets. So I was gonna ask you, um, what what do you think is stopping them from like pulling, embracing it? Um, what's it? Why are they being hesitant? Is it because there's no, um, is it because it, like the SEC hasn't you know told us what those restrictions are, or there's no rules, there's no, there's no regulation? Um, what's the hesitancy in your opinion? Well, I think you, you, there's a lot of concerted effort around this about getting clarity on you know what are digital assets whether they're uh commodity or whether they're security and um there, there's a whole host of effort that the industry is pushing for to get clarity on um that aspect of it because once those definitions are clear uh then other legislative um policies can be drafted and so i think we're still pretty early and and um you know they're they're Still debating on you know fundamental um, definitions of you know what this this might look like, and it's going to affect uh, you know uh, all sorts of industries. So uh, it's not something that can be easily turned on and turned off. I think it it requires you know due diligence, which I really appreciate um, that we're taking time thinking this through. Um, and and once once you know it's enabled. You know, people are going to look for, you know, safe products in the market that that are going to help them enable uh, the use of digital assets. Yeah, uh, I'm, I want to thank you for, you know, answering all these questions that have been mostly about Bitcoin. 
I do want to switch a little bit here and, and focus more on Agoric. I know you've mentioned how, how happy you are and excited you are to be in Agoric. So I want to ask you, what is it that excites you most about like Agoric's vision or their vision? Yeah, so uh, what I love about Agoric's vision is that you don't need to learn a new programming language to get on board the Web3, right? You don't need to learn Solidity. Uh, you don't need to learn Move. You don't need to learn a lot of these different new languages just to come and build um, in Web3. And so if you are familiar with JavaScript, which millions of developers are, uh, yeah. we give the give you the shortest path to uh, come on our platform, learn how to build smart contracts, um, and and get you get you uh, to build uh, DeFi applications which are secure and efficient, um, and they unlock many new use cases. Uh, you come in with your use case, uh, and and you know we can help you uh, build on our platform quickly and robustly. So so Agoric blockchain technology is really game changer for us and. Um, you know, collaboration with folks like yourself and others really unlocks capabilities for developers uh, building on our ecosystem. Yeah. Okay. That that's definitely I think something that even in here in the cosmos, like that's always what I feel like has been a constant thing. It's like we need to you know attract more developers, and so that's always been a constant thing. It's like we don't have enough developers here. So definitely, if it's you know, maybe that's one of the things that's holding them back is that they would have to learn a completely new language, which sometimes it's similar, sometimes it's not. So just being able to come in already, you know, knowing the scripting language does make it more accessible. So I, d I definitely see the benefits of that. Um, what do you think is the biggest challenge for Agoric right now? So like any any chain um you know i think the the challenge that we're we're trying to solve for is to make the developer experience as easy as possible um i think there you know for if you talk to any developer building in web3 there's just a lot of new concepts that you have to learn a lot of new tools you have to adjust to new languages and so uh you know the top of mind for us is developer experience developer experience developer experience and and we want to make it very very easy for you to onboard web3 and start building smart contracts and so uh we feel that's one of the biggest challenge in in adoption um in the industry and so we're we're trying to tackle that head on yeah um so <laughs> I was just thinking about Dean, you know, I, I'm sure like he's like, I've seen him a few times already now at some conferences and he seems like a, a really fun guy. Uh, I'm sure it's, it's hard for anyone to get a word in there. <laughs> he talks so much, but it's like, he's so passionate. So it makes me wonder a little bit about uh, how would you describe the culture there at Agoric in your company? Yeah, the culture in Agoric is, is by far probably very unique um very unique compared to the my personal experience in other companies that i've worked at um uh, dean is you know absolutely a uh, fantastic person i'm super lucky to you know get to learn from him up close and um and and not just dean but the the rest of the team as well we have a lot of seasoned um folks on our team uh, who bring a a whole uh dearth of knowledge um to the platform and and that's what makes us so unique so um super collaborative super smart uh intelligent folks um and yeah super lucky to be able to be part of the team yeah yeah i i got to see him this last time at um at cosmoverse he was talking about um i forget what you all are doing with the nfts but y'all could like kind of um make them and then like upgrade them and it was it looked really cool i need to look more into it but uh he was so passionate about it so i can't imagine that you know it would be it'd be definitely a fun place to work at that, that is one one of the feedback i've heard from multiple people is like is that how memorable dean is and <laughs> and his passion um about what we're building it's 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 um it's very catching 
So. Yeah, it uh, it one hundred percent is one hundred percent is. So you know, I de- definitely feel the same way. You guys are lucky to have them. Um, so what are some of the interesting things that you personally um, are working on right now there at Agoric? Yeah, so as I said, um, you know, developer experience being top of mind for us. Um, I'm looking at from from a platform perspective, what are the tools we can give developers to make their journey in creating smart contract, deploying smart contract uh, easier and smoother. Um, so really tools focused um, approach and, and thinking through, you know, what, how can we make the experience even more better? So, um, you know, as we lay out um, next year's roadmap, you know, that's top of mind. Another, another thing that that's top of mind is, you know, developers, they want to build uh, interchain dApps. And so how can we enable our platform um, so that, you know, this is the platform that people come to build um, interchain dApps. That's, that's also uh, top of mind. So, cool. um, so I, um, I wanted to ask you kind of like the last thing about just about the company in itself before I ask you more about your role there. Um, I know, like, I, I wish I, I, was, I was trying to remember in 2017, like, I, I know that there's been other crypto blockchains that have attempted to do um, the JavaScript thing where they, they, they've thought this idea, you know, before of, hey, instead of having someone learn this new scripting language, why don't we use something that programmers already use now? Um, and they've, you know, like, either for some reason or other, you know, it's not gone well, or maybe they're still working on it. But what would you say is the difference between Agoric and other companies that might that might have been working on the same thing? Like, what, what do you think makes you different from those others that have tried? Yeah, so we're we're definitely not the only ones in this space. Um, you know, there there are other chains that you could perhaps build. Um, if you know JavaScript, you can you can go build. I think for yeah. us, um, you know, the main differentiator for us is probably um, how safe and secure our smart contracts are on our platform. Um, as you know, we we kind of use hardened JavaScript as one of the flavors, um, and so you know, for us, security is is huge, and we're we're. Um, we're we're more we think about security first um and and so you know folks developers building in this ecosystem who uh you know are wary about um you know security uh based on the past couple of years of experience um you know they they get attracted to our platform because of that um and so you know creating secure efficient smart contracts and it's in JavaScript. That's like cherry on yeah. top. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that that's fair to compare them in that way. All right. So now more about like you. Um, so I, I'm because of the time we're doing it, I'm I'm trying to like that we're having the space. Like I'm based in the United States. I'm guessing you might be too. Don't know if, if you are or not. Yep. Yep. I'm in the uh, Pacific. Uh, okay. State. Yep. So, um, what does a typical day look look like for you? Because for me, like uh, in Babylon, we're all over the globe, Dubai, Greece, Australia, some in California, you know, so we're all over the place. So days look a little crazy for, for me. So just curious as to, you know, how, how it is for you. If if the Gork team is the same way, if you guys are all over the globe or more centralized and in, in where you guys work? Yeah, so we are definitely distributed. Um, there are some folks in the East Coast, some folks in the West Coast. And we, we have uh, maybe a couple of folks uh, outside of United States, um, but you know our typical day uh, at Agoric, uh, you know, really depends day to day. We're either um, you know strategizing over you know what our roadmap uh, should be and what um, capabilities we want to give bring next to developers, uh, to actively working with developers uh, in the ecosystem and helping them build um, and deploy apps on our chain. So, um, you know, every, no two days alike, but, you know, it's uh, where we go from strategic to more tactical uh, tasks day to day. 
Okay, that makes sense. And um, you know, I I wanted to ask you what your biggest challenge was in your day to day, but I feel like you kind of just answered that. So I do want to ask you, um, how do you feel that your experience, you know, in the past, like how has that helped you in the role that you are today? Um, what would you say like has really transferred over to what you're doing now? Yeah, so you know, my background has been um pretty much in financial application. Uh I don't know if it's everyone, but I, I just lost you, Sufyan. I just I just got you back. I, I lost you for a second. I don't know if it was my connection. Sorry. Can you can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now perfectly. Yeah. So, you know, my background, you know, when I was at the Fed, we were working with applications that move fourteen trillion dollars a day, right? And, and Goldman Sachs were moving billions. And so, um, you know, these these systems are are pretty secure. They're not they're you know, but they're centralized, right? So um at Agoric creating smart contracts uh that essentially you know move value in through the ecosystem securely and efficiently um is is you know security is top of mind for me so personally so i wanted to join a venture that um focused on security top and then you know also brings this new technology to the 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 ecosystem to to all the wider developers and so for me personally uh you know working on large scale applications um and seeing how money is moved in through the system, uh, that's that's kind of the the experience that I bring in, and 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 that's that's what I would like to see in the future, where you know there's large amounts of money being moved or value being moved through decentralized networks securely and efficiently. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely I think the dream <laughs> to to be able to see that it's all decentralized and working smoothly like that. Um, what would you say is maybe one, some of the things that you've learned that are like the most important to you since you started working at Agoric that you didn't know before? Um, <laughs> probably how hard it is to run the layer one blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole, there's a lot of layers, uh, to running a blockchain. Um, especially at Agoric, you know, we, we offer, um, we all, we offer Zoe. A lot. Yeah. We <laughs> offer Zoe that, that has, that allows you the capabilities to, you know, uh, exchange and swap. And we have ERTP concepts, uh, that allows you to create digital assets. And so, you know, there's, there's a lot on our platform, a lot of capabilities that, that, uh, are, um, great for developers who, who come in and use a, those capabilities. And so um, what I learned is just, you know, uh, there's a lot that goes on in, in a layer one blockchain. And and so it's been a learning experience for me, um, drinking from a fire hose, but I've loved every <laughs> minute of it. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it feels like sometimes you have uh, thousands of bosses or, you know, demanding when moon, when Lambo and <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that does you know i feel like there's an added spotlight when you know whenever you're building the space you know it's it's surprising how uh, you know price or agnostic you know before i joined agoric like i used to look at uh crypto prices a lot and then once you join uh like a layer one you're just so heads down in the weeds like <laughs> Price doesn't matter. Action doesn't matter. It's it's bringing capabilities to developers. Uh, that's what you just become obsessed with, and and yeah. solving for that. It's that is a hundred percent true. Like I remember, like I told you, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. All I was doing was checking my portfolio, and I can't tell you the last time I looked at my portfolio because you're just you know focused on the mission, and you're just wanting to make it happen, and you start focusing on the technology. Like if it, you know, like for me, it actually doesn't matter if it goes moon or anything like that it's just we want to build things that will make a difference in this world so i think i think we're getting older and wiser what do you think yeah yeah (laughs) yeah honestly like none nobody in our in in my um kind of uh kind of community really talks about prices anymore We, we we get excited by capabilities and tools and 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 technology so um 
that's yeah. why we're here talking to you guys. We're <laughs> we're hanging out and we're we're talking about Babylon and Agoric. Hundred percent. So, um, how long ago have you been working on Agoric? I don't know if you mentioned it, but I was wanted to know like when you started and what your career goals are um, there. And that now that you're there at Agoric. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I joined Agoric um, around five months ago, and right now, you know. What we're looking ahead, uh, you know, every day feels like a year, but <laughs> it's true. It feels at, like it's five years. <laughs> yeah, and especially in a in a bull year, uh, it, it feels like a decade, right? So yeah, <laughs> um, looking at this next year, twenty twenty four, you know, my aspirations are, you know, looking at our roadmap and bringing uh, capabilities to onboard developers onto our platform. That that bring applications that are really um, super secure, robust. That also onboard, you know, eventual end users. Um, that they 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 don't even think about the technology that they're using, right? Um, yeah. It, it has to be it has to be uh, a technology that is secure. People trust. And and what I love is you know people you know when they hear the word agoric they they kind of think of trust and safety and um they they think how secure the platform is that that's a signal to the market and uh developers who are building on top of us when they release these apps that get adoption um you know they they just work and and so really looking forward to 2024 and our roadmap and and onboarding new developers yeah no um definitely uh, over here at Babylon, we're also looking forward to it. We're planning on going mainnet in 2024. So a lot of excitement here. And so just, you know, happy to be building alongside protocols like yourselves. Um, I do have, a, I'm going to throw you a little curveball since you, you mentioned <laughs> that um, when people hear the word agoric, you know, you, you want them to, you know, have these certain thoughts. I was going to ask you, what does agoric mean? Like, uh, I know you've only been there for five months, so maybe you didn't get the full history lesson, but just curious, where did the name come from? Like, what does it mean? Uh, you know, I did <laughs> ask Dean at a party what it meant. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we have Mark Miller here, so I'm sure he can probably give us <laughs> some some background. Uh, but I, I forgot that story. Um, yeah. Don't ask me about Babylon, because I, I, I'd be the same. I wouldn't. <laughs> I know it. I think it has to do with uh, the beginning of like civilization, the beginning of data, something like that. But you know, I I started in April, so definitely. Oh, just curious if if you knew because um, whenever you click Agoric, it goes. That's the only Agoric I see. You know, so definitely, I think a smart name that is a uh, unique. Yeah, oh, here, well, oh, there I, you go. I, Mark's coming out. Let me let me <laughs> see if we can tell us. I think it's a. a version of greek marketplace called agora okay i think that's is. mark can, can you can you help us out here mark agora maybe maybe that's what it is mark you're uh muted right now you are a speaker so definitely can, help us can there you hear go. me yeah yes we oh, can okay, mark great. good to yes, have you up it here it comes from uh agora which is the uh greek marketplace and meeting place it was important this it was important to us that it mean that it's both the marketplace and the meeting place both for the um, yeah. uh, uh, conduction conducting of commerce as well as conversation mm. as part of one organic whole uh, uh, back in uh, the 1980s uh, Eric Gretzer and I wrote the agoric open systems papers which were published in 1988 uh, and that's the Agoric that the company is named after. When we were oh, wow. writing the papers, we were originally just thinking of using the term the Agora to describe the vision that we were laying out in the papers. And then a brilliant friend of ours, uh, Ted Kaler, uh, made the, the wonderful suggestion. He said, don't call it a noun because a noun is exclusionary. It says, this is the thing that we're building and you're not. Use mm. an, turn it into an adjective because an adjective 
is inclusive. It says we're building an agoric something, but you can build an agoric something else. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. And so, John, you were you were right. You were listening. You were paying attention. <laughs> you remember that it was marketplace and it was Greek. That's awesome. Yeah. J- just want to quickly introduce Mark. He's he's the pioneer of agoric computing and smart contract. He's He's our chief science scientist uh, here at Agoric. Um, obviously, the inventor of Miller Columns and um, a former Google research scientist. Yeah, wow. So you're a good brain, Mark. I'm sorry. You're a good brain. Know. That's what we call really smart people. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, uh, there is one thing I'd like to um, to fill in on the conversation that I've heard, uh, which is on the question about why do we expect to have much better success than others who've tried to bring mainstream languages to the blockchain? And the yes. reason is that uh, hardened JavaScript and the modern JavaScript standard have both been shaped um, uh, to a significant extent by the participation of myself and the object capability community uh, to be a language that can that can be a good language for supporting smart contracts. So I joined the ECMAScript committee in 2007. Uh, in uh, 2013, uh, while a researcher at Google, I and member and still a member of the committee, I uh, co-authored a paper, uh, distributed electronic rights in JavaScript. At the time, I was not at all thinking of leaving Google to form a startup company. I just wrote the paper in order to explain how shaping JavaScript to be a amenable host to creating a smart contract system had also how those goals had also shaped JavaScript to be a much better language. And in fact, a lot, all of the improvements we got accepted into JavaScript, we were able to convince the committee not because they would make it a better smart contracting language, which for all of those years, the committee was completely uninterested in. And most of the committee mm-hmm. today is also completely uninterested. Uh, which is fine, uh, because it tested the hypothesis that all of the changes to a language to make it a better language for smart contracting, make it a better language for software engineering. So all of our improvements, we succeeded at selling the committee as general improvements on software engineering. Uh, And the the result is that starting with ECMAScript, Five, uh, which was ratified in 2009, uh, JavaScript has the enablers for turning it into what we now call hardened JavaScript, which is an object capability language, which is the, the paradigm of our security. What's important about that is also um, a, a, you know, a deeper explanation about why bringing this to mainstream developers is very much in line with what we're doing, which is the classic security model uh, is what's known as identity-based access control, uh, for which the main representative is like access control lists. So every operating system that you've used has identity-based access control, has the property that uh, when you attempt to do something, it checks what account is associated with this request and then allows it or not. Uh, almost all blockchain systems starting with, that support general purpose smart contracting, starting with Ethereum, uh, have identity-centric access control at their heart. In Ethereum with the Solidity language, that's represented with message.sender. Um, In these systems, anyone can send a message into any contract, so the contract has to accept or reject the message by checking who sent it. The object capability paradigm, which is what we support with hardened JavaScript, is just an extension of the logic of object programming that every programmer who's ever programmed in a memory-safe object language already knows, which is 
a reference to an object is an unforgeable pointer to the object if you're in a memory safe language. And if an object has that pointer, it's allowed to send a message to the object that the pointer points at. And if they don't have the pointer, they can't send the message. So the object capability paradigm starts with that simple observation and then builds the entire security framework on up simply by taking that basic security notion already inherent in object-oriented programming and taking it to an extreme. So it's already, it's just, so in, you don't have to learn, it's not so much a new security paradigm that's distinct from the programming paradigm you, you already used to, it's a security paradigm which is simply an amplification of the security properties of the programming paradigm that you're already used to. Gotcha. Yeah, they're just zeroing in on that. Okay. Super, super interesting. Um, that definitely um, was very interesting. That was uh, really deep into it. So that um, is actually crazy how it's taking something that is kind of known common and then just focusing it on more to, to be able to use that. So thank you, Mark, for sharing that with us. So Vian, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed you didn't know all those dates, Sufjan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing them down. As, as <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Mark, for, for sharing that with us. That definitely um, shows just like how connected everything is. And um, yeah, it was, that was awesome to, to hear you tell us about that. So, um, uh, I wanted to ask you guys, um, is there anything that you guys wanted to share that Agoric is doing right now that maybe we haven't talked about yet? Uh, anything you guys are excited about that's coming up? Yeah. So, you know, we're, um, we have basically a, a ton on our roadmap that we're going to be launching, um, the next year. So we're essentially, um, just kind of heads down right now and building, um, new features and capabilities on our on our uh platform um so nothing to announce here today but um uh yeah there's we're you know we're going through upgrade 13 and then upgrade 14 so multiple upgrades that are coming uh pretty shortly onto the platform we also have a bunch of developers who will be launching um new dApps on our blockchain as well um so you know there's there's more to look out yeah well that, that's exciting you know um i'm definitely sad you couldn't share any alpha but that's okay maybe next time um i i did want to talk a little bit about just how you know we, we've integrated with agoric um currently you guys are in our time stamping test net um, like I said earlier, we're looking to go uh, mainnet in April, it looks like. Um, but before we do that, we're going to start our BTC staking testnet, and we're hoping to do that mid-January of next year. So um, just for us, those are the the big roadmap goals that, that we're excited about. And uh, definitely hope that Agoric is you know, willing to to go on to that next testnet as well, not just the timestamping one. So definitely we'll, we'll be talking in the DMs and, and hope that you guys continue the journey with us um, as we get to our goal of BTC staking, securing uh, blockchains, not only um, with security, but financial security as well. So I'm really excited for, for next year. Um, I want to thank you, Sufjan, and thank you, Mark, for, for coming up and enlightening us. It was a, a lot of fun talking to, to both of you. Mark, you are a gigabrain and a pioneer here in the space. So definitely, you know, uh, make sure you're following both of these gentlemen. Make sure you're following Agoric, who's here in the audience. Um, just th thank you, everyone. Uh, Sufjan or Mark, if there's anything else you'd like to, to say uh, as a goodbye to the audience, well, please do so. Yeah, th thank you uh, to the entire Babylon team. This this was a great conversation. And um, yeah, we, we look forward to continue working with you guys. All right. Thank you. Um, like I like I mentioned, make sure that you guys are following Agoric. Make sure that you uh, take a look at what they're doing. They're you know making this space accessible to any programmer. So it's really awesome what they're doing. So thank you guys, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Don't forget tomorrow, Babylon will be on Discord, uh, Agoric's Discord, 
um, doing a presentation. So uh, tomorrow at 5 p.m., uh, oh, I'm lying to you, at 8, 11 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, which would be about 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, that's whenever the presentation will take place. So make sure you guys join Agoric on, at their Discord for that presentation. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come, first serve mentality. Teeth stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non toxic just to get a better place. Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps. Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats. Tearing apart your community. All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.